Wherever you are around the world today, it's great you can be here with us. Now, don't forget, when you're looking for the daily devotionals, if you haven't received them or you can't find them somewhere, you can always go to brucedowns.org or thecatholicguide.com and they'll be there 24 hours a day. Can I say thank you to all of you for commenting, sending in messages, etc. Uh, they're tremendously important to me. I read them all. Now, the way we're doing this is this is not being pre-recorded. This is only being recorded a matter of hours before it goes out because what I'm doing is listening to everything that people are saying and then that's adjusting how we're going along the retreat that we are through Lent. I heard Lent described as a retreat a long time ago. What's a retreat? When you step back. And in a sense, that's what we're doing. The only difference is, is that rather than us go off to a mountain or go off to a retreat centre somewhere, what we're doing is we're doing this retreat called Lent as we go about the everyday things of our life. So thank you for commenting, for sending in reflections, etc. It's tremendously important to me uh, that you do because that will influence how we step forward into the future. Now, when it comes to our heart and God seeing our heart, right? When it comes to and God seeing our heart, there's something that happens to change our heart that's beyond us, where we need God. In the Old Testament, there was King David. King David was the second king of Israel. Uh, it, it, some people say it was the high point of, of the kings of Israel. Uh, David. Uh, David, God said, was a man after his own heart. Jesus, centuries later, would be described as a son of David. And yet when we look at David, David was certainly not a perfect man. One day David sends all of the troops off to war and he stays behind with all of the women. And one day he walks out on the roof of his building, the scripture says, and he looks out and he sees this beautiful woman by the name of Bathsheba who's bathing. He sends for her. He discovers that she's married to one of the soldiers who's gone off, but he gets this woman pregnant. When he discovers that she's pregnant, he quickly brings home the husband in the hope that they might have relations and then no one will discover that it's his child. But this, uh, the husband doesn't. And so eventually he arranges for him to be killed. And uh, it, it's gruesome. So David is a, an adulterer. David is a manipulator trying to manipulate the circumstances. And David is a murderer. And yet it's King David who is possibly the greatest of the kings. King David who is the one that God would say, this is a man after my own heart. God would say that. And that King David uh, was someone who Jesus would say, I am a son of David. What happened to David? Because those things we're talking about, if we were to accuse you of being a murderer or adulterer or manipulator, many people would be offended or many people would be embarrassed. But here is David. Somehow he's got back, for want of a better way of putting it, into God's good books. Or another way of saying it, somehow he's become righteous in some way, in right standing with God. Well, the prophet Nathan, you can read the story in the book of Samuel. The prophet Nathan approaches David and says to David, this is wrong what you have done. And David gets convicted and he realises he's done wrong. And he recognises that the wrong in him is, yes, there's been actions that have come out, but those actions have first all come out of his heart that centre place within him. 
And he writes in Psalm 51, a psalm that is a beautiful psalm to pray through Lent. He writes a psalm of forgiveness and seeking God's forgiveness. And he says this in Psalm 51. I read this all the time. When I was, uh, when I was uh, about 19 years old, someone came to me because I was living a pretty interesting life. Someone came to me and said to me, you should read Psalm 51 every day. And for over a year, I read this psalm every single day. And it is just very powerful. And, and the more you read it, the more you see. It's not once read it once and you got it all. But the more you read it, the more it works in your heart. And it says this. David, realising he's done wrong, he prays to God. And he says, have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. So David, first of all, comes and he says, God, have mercy on me. I've done wrong. I've murdered. I've manipulated. I'm an adulterer. I've done these things. He doesn't deny it. He said, this is who I am. And he says to God, have mercy on me. And then he says, in your abundant mercy, blot out what's happened. Let those things, I'll never forget them, but don't let them hurt me anymore. Don't let their sting affect me anymore. Let me go past them. See, this is what Lent's about. Let me go past them. And then and he goes on and it says, he says to, to God, he says, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Here's the interesting thing. David doesn't stop there and go, now I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. I'm going to, I'm, going to, I'm going to do better from now on. David doesn't do that. What David comes along, he says to God, God, you wash me. Uh, from my iniquity and you cleanse me from my sin. He says, God, you do it in me. See, the truth is, is to change sometimes is beyond us, isn't it? It's difficult. It's beyond us in some ways. And sometimes, yes, we've got to have a heart that says, I want to change. And then we have to invite God in our life to change us. That God must do it. It must be a spiritual activity that happens within us. He goes and he, and, and he says this in verse 3. David says, For I know my transgressions, my sins ever before me. I know what I've done. And he says, Against you, you alone have I sinned and done what's evil. And so he, so he recognises, I have done these things. David doesn't walk away from those things. And then he says, he says in verse 10, God, create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. David says, God, change me. That's the secret in some sense of Lent. That's the reason we engage in penance, those activities that express what we desire in our heart or those activities that will help change our heart. God, create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. In other words, you change me. Some of you have been fighting for 20, for 40, for 60, for 80 years with things within you. You've been trying to change. But the Bible tells us over and over, it's God who changes us. We need to have a heart that says to God, will you change me? Would you create a new heart in me? Would you blot out 
my transgressions so they don't affect me anymore. Would you? Would you? That's what Lent's about. And so maybe wherever you are today, it is stopping and saying to God, God, create in me a clean heart. Renew in me a right spirit. Create in me a clean heart. Renew in me a right spirit. Why don't you pray that today? Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew in me a a right spirit. Loving Father, we thank you today that you love us. You see each of us. You see our heart. Lord, we need you. And Lent is the time when we can express our need for you. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, why don't you go right down below in the comments. I'll read what you have to say and it'll help me tremendously uh, as we move forward. Uh, God bless you. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you. Thank you for walking this daily devotional journey through Lent with Bruce Downs and the team. We're praying for you in this holy season. If this podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to share it with others. You can connect with us on social media. And if you would like access to more content, head to our website at brucedowns.org.